Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Cousins Night Podcast. This is a podcast where a group of cousins got together. We would always hang out every night and have what we call Cousins Nights. Not every night. A lot of nights. Maybe on the weekends we would hang out and we would have Cousins Nights. Those conversations would be so fun, so intriguing, so much battling back and forth that we said, hey, we got to package this up for the people, make it into a podcast, and bring them into these conversations. And that's how the Cousins Night Podcast was birthed. We are six blood cousins, and it gets really unruly, okay? So we got Kaylin up in here, Yokimus, Kevin, Kai, myself, Brent, I'm hosting tonight, and Yoka's Ariel, for y'all don't know, and sometimes <laughs> Destiny. So we go through a bulletin that's the same every week. We talk about music. And then we talk about any new releases that might be coming out that we know of. Then we transition into culture. And then we have Ariel's favorite segment called You're Going to Jail. Period. Then we have a segment Kai will tell us about folks who's on the Lamb's Book of Life. And then I'll tell you all about the sick and shutting who's not doing very well in this world. And uh, so that's it. So we got some good topics for you all this week. And we're on a little time constraint. So we're going to get right into this thing, y'all. Um, Tyler, the creator, Call Me If You Get Lost. His album came out. Who wants to start talking about this thing? I know Kai is just brimming. He's eating. Who wants to talk about this thing? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then I shall start us off. Um, I think Tyler, wow. He slotted himself easily into best album of the year conversation with the release of this album, I was very pleased. Um, he's just in rare form. He's going off, talking his shit. Uh, to be honest, when I first heard it, I wasn't. I was like, oh, I don't know if I like this or not. Because uh, I was working, my mom was in other places. But the first two features didn't really strike me, too. I was kind of listening to them. I'm like, these really don't go, in my opinion. Off the first two listens, that, listens that's 42 Doug and Young Boy... Never NBA going home. NBA. Yeah, thank you. NBA Never young going home. Yeah, but um, as I'm listening to them more and more, those features got it. You know, they grew on me. But anyway, um, to get into this album, I want to start with. I think he's the next Pharrell, in my opinion. I want to shoot this out there. Now I don't know if he wants to produce for other people. I'm not going to force him into that because if he wants to just keep producing for his own group or for his own music, that's fine. But if he decides to, you know, produce out and go out for other people and produce, his sound, his style is really Pharrellish in a good way. Not like Carbon Copy, but like he took those influences. You can tell that's where his influences lie. And he's just, you know, building upon it and going expanding on and on, on expanding on it. Yes. And. Um, I want to say also the rollout for this album was impeccable in my opinion. Just popped up one day. Hey, Negus, here's Lumberjack. Album's coming in a week. And then literally that's how it happened. Just seamlessly, flawlessly. He dropped the video for Lumberjack as well. And then the album came right out. No long six months waiting. No waiting for a whole year. No putting out an EP of a few songs. And then six months later the album comes out. Nothing like that. Just very smooth in the way I like albums to come out nowadays. Big huge shout out to DJ Drama. This nigga showed you how to put ad-libs on a motherfucking album. Um, a lot of people have been trying to put ad-libs on a few songs here and there. DJ Drama showed you the blueprint of how to make it, how to do it and make it sound cool. You know, he did it very well in my opinion. And he adds to the songs. Because there's some, you know, ad-libs I didn't like. I'm, I'm going to, who, the nigga Cameron. I didn't like his, his um, ad-libs. 
on the J. Cole. I thought it went awry in some ways. Someone else did ad-libs on the hip-hop product project this year. I can't think of them. Oh, DJ Khaled. His ad-libs are lame and dried up now. screaming and just talking. To the, making himself the star of whatever he's doing. Yes, but Khaled. I mean, you know, Drama just did the same kind of ad-libs on, um, ad-libs on Jid's album. You know that, right? On his album? Yes. And okay. that's his whole shtick. Do you know that or yes. no? Okay, I was about to say. Well, oh, okay. So you just like the way his blended with this one? Yes, I think he added to that project. Okay. And of course, I know, yeah, he, he you know does the ad libs, but he just showed he can do it to an album that sounds like this. This isn't the type of Gangsta Grills mixtape, you know, that we always get. Mm-hmm. Um, DJ Drama on. This is like a Tyler sounding different type of project and DJ Drama shows that he can get into this space and um, sound good and, and crisp on the tracks. So I, I think we should, who else want to talk about this album? I'm so going I'll go in. This is now automatically within the top three of my favorite album this year. It's incredible. So coming from Igor, coming from Flower Boy, everyone's kind of wondering, what, was he going to do the singing again? Was he going to go straight back to rapping again? And Tyler brought fucking bars. And it wasn't just like, oh, I'm just going to be nice soon saying some shit. Tyler was out here flexing finally. He was out here talking this shit, saying he deserves it, how he, how great he is, and flexing. And like the way like no one ever kind of expected him to do it. Taking shots at people like ASAP Nast, allegedly in the song Rise. But up and down the track, phenomenal rapping, great bars, great him, just him talking about himself and growing and how he changed his whole style of music and fashion and why Flower Boy was, I mean, not Flower Boy, a Cherry Bomb was such a different sounding album. Mm-hmm. Overall, it was just really incredible. Production level was great. And I brought this up to Kai the other day. At what point do we not consider Tyler GOAT status? Because when I say, because this all came from the argument of the whole, when Joe Budden's podcast, they brought up when they're trying to say he's better than J. Cole. I don't, I don't want to have that argument where I think is he he take his spot, but is there four in the time in the grace right now? Because Tyler, can, well, here's my whole thing of it. So Tyler has consistently dropped great albums. Right now he's on a credible three album run with this one alone. He has started his whole group out of future with just Bond, as many hits hit makers as you can think of with the internet, Sid the Call, Sid the Dude, and Frank Ocean along with Domo Genesis and all the other members with Metal Hype. And then his whole fashion trend with, with Golf Wang and Golf LeFleur becoming a huge staple in counterculture and them changing the way with culture. At what point do we not consider Tyler? Like, he's, he's done everything from TV shows to an upcoming movie he referenced in this album. At what point do we not consider Tyler a GOAT? I'm glad you brought this up. I don't know if he's a GOAT yet, based on his rapping skills and what I've heard. I'm glad you brought this up. What have you heard then? Yeah. I heard a lot of his music, and I don't think the way that Kendrick or well, think of a Kanye style. Think of more of that producing sure. and rapping. Okay, that's yeah, fine. I was going to ask what in terms of what yeah, goat. I just don't talk about, about goat yet. One of the greatest of all time. How many rappers can say they've done all of these things? You're talking about rapper. You talk about rapping. Go as, go as I'm rapper. talking about yeah, as a rapper. Okay, but as I'm like in that about. lane with them, how many of them can say? How many rappers can say they've done all that he has done? Title of the creator is the reason why people are. Super- Tyler, the creator, is the reason why people wear Supreme now. We're not talking about his influence on the culture. I'm just saying That's what makes you a GOAT, though. It's all of these things. So, yeah. I was gonna, I, I, I asked in the car when you brought it up. Like, I'm not sure if I'm ready to say rapping GOAT yet for him. But I think in terms of cultural, like, GOAT and influence, like, he's been so consistent. He's influenced so many generations. Well, not so many generations. A generation of people um, in terms of, like, fashion, just... 
everything. Like he's he's very much so influential and he's doing great at it. So I would I totally wouldn't say he's out of the gold situation as a rap uh competition as a rapper, but I'm not sure if I'm ready to give him that status yet. Period. I agree. Even with rapping, then I feel like his last three albums are just as good or as on par with everyone else. He is on an amazing run. Three albums like this in a row: mm-hmm. Flower Boy, Igor, Call Me If You Get Lost. Consistency, like Yoke said, just the, the quality of his beats. Rap, raps getting better and better, starting with Flower Boy, and then getting better with each album. I feel like Call Me If You Get Lost, having some stuff on here. You know, that's um, really thought-provoking with Massa, some of the lyrics he oh has. Oh, my God. That's yes. one of my favorite songs. Yeah, amazing. Um, and we and can't Ma- Manifesto. Yeah, the, where he addresses his whole situation on how he feels about speaking out and being public with the whole Black Lives Matter and right. political issues. How he doesn't feel like he's he's qualified to do that, you know? People shouldn't feel like or push that on to him because that's not his lane, you know? And like I said with Massa, he's, I don't agree with that. He, he's going off about how, you know, he's making all these amazing lyrics and beats on top of the beat and you just can come in and talk about how it ain't good on your lunch break. He said it much better than that. Yes. but yes. He, it's, it's so smart. The rap so is witty. getting better and better. I think, oh my gosh, he's so close. Yeah. If you can give me one more album, make it a four group, you're there. But like, I'm ready to name you with the next. Like, I agree, Brandon. Goblin, Bastard. <sighs> like, you're t- you know what you're I mean? Right. Like, They're not just, bad projects, like, Kevin. No, and then you, you mentioned his stuff with his group. Yeah, Oddworld, with, our yes, the Odd Future yeah. tapes. Like, so oh. my only thing is like, oh, you, make a good you can't... So like, if you look back at it with our 2020 lens, 21 lens, yes, a lot of these lyrics are cringy and terrible. We can't... We have to roast them. But in 2011 and 2012, talent. Yeah, it was he was spitting. Yeah. Kevin, I'm not saying that he's not a GOAT. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that he's like, he's terrible like and he's not deserved to be in that conversation. He deserves to be in that conversation. I would have to do a, a deep dive again to just to refresh my memory mm-hmm. and then I could probably make a better yeah, assessment. Even if he's but not top three, he is, in my opinion, like him, Young Thug, and a couple of people are at like the, the hem of being in the GOATs of, mm-hmm. of this generation. It's just like... Call Tyler the Creator a goat? I would say, in as a cultural icon, I would say yes. As a musician, no. Because, like, I feel like you really can't be, like, even if we had to look back on it without a 2020 lens. I gotta stop you at musician. Do you, you, you mean rapper or musician? Because musician, I gotta. I mean, disagree as, a, as, a, like, as a cultural icon, um, he's a goat. But you said as, as, a musician. as a musician, as a rapper, I don't okay, know. Okay, as, as a rapper. Okay. Because, like, I just feel like to be really one of the greats, you really can't have albums that you have to, you know, look in a past sense to think that they're like No, music. because the cultural, the culture changed. The, that's just, like, we can't watch certain, like, South Park. I mean, like, all South Park has to be thrown away because they the way they use gay and single and stuff like that. Like, I think what Kai's saying is, like, you can't say, but at this time, it was moving and shaking. Versus, like, it's just classic, period. It's just no, like, because, like, you look at older, like, comedies, like, comedy things and stuff like Like, you know Eddie Murphy can't get away with a lot of the jokes that he used to say. Or certain things like that. It doesn't mean that we should take their ghost stance away. Like, mm-hmm. we just know that a lot of this stuff is not okay anymore. I get it. But it doesn't mean that, like... Well, I just feel yeah. like having to, like... He you, made you say the N-word, guy. Because it's, like, also, like, Michael Jackson. You know what I mean? Taking that thing. If you want to say that... It, what? It, <laughs> that's not good. Okay. I'm just saying, like, Michael Jackson, like... <laughs> talking about... Like things that have done bad in the past, erasing their goat status. Like you can't erase their goat status because they did something bad. You can't. You can stop praising them, 
But you can't say that you that he makes amazing music, right? Yeah. It's I mean, not that he said. I mean, that's what you even were talking about. I have about? never got a chance to explain my argument. I don't really think that's what Kyle was saying. Oh, I'm just talking about some of the lyrics and questionable no, lyrics in the. Past. I just don't think the music oh, st- can stand the test of time. That was yeah, what I was trying to get to. It's just that like you can oh, look back at old Tupac records and say these are just great songs. I feel like if you turn on Tron Cant right now, we're all going to be a little confused for a little bit. Okay, Tron Cant for one. But you can't tell me Yonkers is not one of the most iconic songs oh, of the last decade. I, okay, iconic for the video, not not. And the song, the that song. beat is amazing. Goblin still has some bangers. Okay, I'm yes. sorry. Like, come it's on, three, it's yeah. three good songs, and then the rest is just a lot of men. I listened to Bastard like as like you know when I growing up as a teenager. Like, I'm sorry, a lot of those songs on there aren't good. But a lot, maybe a lot of maybe let's put stuff. it on an assignment to if anyone who's interested go through Tyler's discography within the next week and just. Maybe we'll have an updated conversation next week. Well, I'll just tell y'all. This thing has only had three good albums. I don't know if he can pull out a fourth. Because I feel like he's going to try to go very experimental again. What's going to stop him? I word. So these first albums okay. like ter- like trash? The first real good album he put out to me was Wolf. And then he follows that with Cherry Bomb. So with what? I, he follows that with Cherry Bomb. Oh. And Cherry Bomb was only worth one thing for the Kanye and Lil Wayne feature. But you know, back to the album itself. Um, I just want to say, what a, what a return to form for some for Tyler. Yes. Musically, it's fucking phenomenal. This is him at his peak, and that's why I'm saying I don't think Tyler can deliver one on this level again. I think this is like I think producing wise, he'll be able to do it forever, forever. But his artistry, I think this is his prime. I feel like you said the same thing of Flower Boy, though. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I really feel I like you were saying like this was the best he's ever been, and he's peaked. Mm-hmm. I I guarantee you probably said that same thing. I don't think that's mm-hmm. But all right, for all our diehard fans that want to go back and revisit. Please let us know. Yes. Well, I was going to just um, briefly sum up. I love the album as well. Definitely in my contention for my favorites out, my favorites this year. Um, I agree with Brent. The 42 Doug feature is probably the worst, worst. feature on the album. I didn't really, you know, want to hear it um, that much. But um, I think a lot of the other features, he brought other people out of their comfort zones. Like Lil Wayne. Young, um, and Wayne went off. Wayne went off. I hate Brent, that man. And I don't even like Wayne that much at this current time. Right. Um, uh, NBA Youngboy even I loved his verse He pulled himself Out of his comfort zone And he would never Be on a beat like this with Tyler, with Tyler I like it um, Then also Uzi Pharrell Very Uzi much went off Yes opinion, Very much yeah. so Great um, I just love this um, I forgot which one What's the song Where he was talking about His um, The girl he really liked Is that um, um, Will Shire The Will one that's Shire. like Nine minutes long Beautiful I think yeah. that's peak Tyler Like mm-hmm. Obviously, he can do a lot with his singing voice and, like, you know, just setting a vibe. But, like, in terms of rapping, that that song just captivated me. Like, I want to hear what he was talking about. Like, I was listening to every word he said. And he was just going on without any break, without the need for a hook. Like, just showing his talent and his wordplay. Like, I loved it. Um, yeah, Massa, like I said, was one of my favorite songs on the album. Me too. And then also the outro, Safari. Shout out to um, Jay Versace, who's like a Instagram comedian slash producer. He, yeah, Viner. He's so great. He's so talented. So I'm really excited that he got a chance to um, work on the album. But and again, got to shout out the rollout. This is a perfect rollout. Visuals were on point. He's an artist, and he's great with presenting a visual with what he wants to put out musically. So I just, I'm a, I was really proud of him on this. I think that it was very worthwhile. Worth a listen if you haven't tried it, mm-hmm. um, and I just see nothing but up from him, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I'm not mad at the uh, Pharrell comparisons. I he's, he he re- 
he he's been looking up for Pharrell, looking up to Pharrell for a very long time. Hmm. Ever since he made his first type of music, he loved Pharrell. Ever since so, like, he sampled Nerd inside of um, inside of Flower, I just knew like him from inside of Clouds. Yeah, inside of Clouds. I'm sorry, we had to link up and seeing that come out in fruition is just insane. Yeah, I'm happy for him. Like had arguably one of the best verses I've ever heard in like in like, in, like the year. He was rapper rapping. There's praise that can I can heap all over this album. You know, it starts so good with. Sir Baudelaire. Is that his real last name? Does anybody I know? I believe so. Okay. Corso. I love that song. It's so hype. Um, you know, we already talked about some of the other ones. I'm just skipping down. I want to give, oh, praise to Domo Genesis. Um, I always thought he was the best rapper in Odd Future. That's my opinion. And he, the nigga rapped incredibly, impeccably well on Manifesto. You know, it, it, maybe if not the best rapper, because I know about Tyler, but the most, like, conscientious, the one that had the most to say, in my opinion. He was always that nigga from Odd Future, so it was great to hear him back on this with Tyler. Um, yeah, just a great album. I agree with everything Yoke said about Will Shire. It's going to be interesting to see where this thing ends up on my list at the end of the, on all of our lists at the end of the year, because we know we got potential Drake is still coming, Con, Ken, Kendrick, rumors we don't know might be coming, and there's some some other big name niggas dropping as well. So it'll be very interesting to see how this year ends up. But Tyler, yeah, he got me excited on this one. Yeah, yeah. this is definitely, in my opinion, the best album of the year so far. Mm-hmm. But um, I hope Certified Little Boy comes out and beats it, but I'm not sure Drake could. This was really fucking awesome. Drake's gonna have to go off. Yeah, you're right, Kyle. He's gonna Kai. have to go off in a really eclectic, nostalgic way, I think. Mm hmm. Yeah. All right. So that's good. If all hearts and minds are clear, we're going to move on to the, to the next album review. A lot of music came out these past two weeks, y'all. Yes. Doja Cat dropped an album. What's it called? Her, Al- Her. Her Planet? Yeah. Planet Her. Who listened to it at this table? I know Yoke, Kaylin, Kai. Yeah. Tell us about okay, it. Okay. Well, I'll have the only negative review, so I'll go first. <laughs> um, I listened to the album, and I gave it my full attention, and I just think it was just kind of meh. Like, she's a, Doja Cat's a good rapper. But she's leaning far too heavy in the pop area, and um, I just don't think really it's not that it's not her lane, but it's not her strong suit. I think she's just focusing on actually being a rapper. And um, one song she tries to do like a really bad Playboy Cardi Coily Ray impression, man, and that shit is just trash. And then she has Terrible Young Thug on the feature, and this it was just really awful too. I just don't think like I don't think you need to listen to the song album outside the song of SZA. Like, I feel like that's the only song you can really go back to. I think the one with Ariana, I think the one with the weekend and Ariana, they're good. But do I really? Would I go out of my way to listen to that? No. No, because in the car you were sucking off. What's it called? Um, um, what's it called? Need to know. You love that song. Yeah, but I wouldn't turn that on on, the, on my what? car to start my day. No. You said it was good. Well, you just don't like pop music. Yes, yeah, that's all I'm saying. I don't, I'm not. I know so I'm you not, would rather have me rapping the whole time. But to be fair, Kai is the popiest nigga of the group. Yeah, because that is kind of a, a a hot take from Kai because he is the poppiest nigga in this group. Mm, mm, mm. I'm the poppiest nigga in the group. Like, like you like pop the most out of all the niggas. I thought it was you. I'm mm. talking about men. Oh, niggas. oh, okay. I thought you. Meant <laughs> I thought I was like we're all niggas. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> we um, are. Let me cut in real quick. I tried to listen to this for the surprise for the pod tonight. I wanted to see what it was all about, and I got. To, I got four songs in, and I said, this is not for me. It's too poppy. I think some people at the table are drinking the Doja Cat juice. For some reason, I don't know, and I had to cut it off. Oh. I'm with Kai completely. Nothing makes me want to come back to this. Even the songs I heard just now, y'all, we were paused listening to Doja Cat. <sighs> Nothing did it for me, y'all. That's so false and fake, because when we played Doja Cat for you in the in your basement, you okay, said yeah, she yeah. went off, Her so singles, I'm going to have to call it out. You're right. Her singles sound good. <laughs> 
And that's why I said, let me listen to this thing, not just for the pod, because I like her singles. But I didn't. I don't hear the singles in the album. I just hear too much pop. She's better when she's rap. I'm, when she's rapping, but I'm with Kai. Never been gully rap. I don't more understand. On <laughs> more on her original album, Umala. She literally raps on like most of the songs in this album, so that's fine. It feels more like a pop singing song. Pop. I mean, oh, if you don't I, like I pop, yeah. You if you don't like pop, pop, that's totally fine. Corny pop too, yes. not a kind of definitely not. Like I was saying, I would not say corny pop. Innovative, different. It yes. reminds me of like Lizzo half of this album, and I just don't get it. Mm. Disagrees terribly. I disagree as well. I Very like terribly. I Jerome's on that album. Yep. Absolutely right. the fuck not. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. I... Oh, Earl, did you want to say anything about Oh, yeah. Album? I really do did enjoy this album a lot. There are some skippable songs, I will say. Um, it's not a perfect album by by any means, but the songs that she that I do love went so off for me. I love it so much. Um, need to know mm-hmm. the single. Get into it yet. I know it's not everybody's tease, but it's very much it so a Playboy Party. Me. I be twerking and dancing to it all the time. It's a very fun song. Mm-hmm. And she's also paying homage to Nikki. She even calls Nikki out and give her her flowers at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, you Write with The Weeknd. Very nice single. Leading her like second single too. coming up after Need to Know. Um, been Like This. Vibe. Period. Sounds truly like beautiful. Sid from um, the internet. Flowers. When she comes into the song. Very beautiful, airy voice. Mm-hmm. Um, beat singing amazing. Good. Singing, singing great. Singing okay. Oh my god, you just heard it one time and you didn't even. <laughs> I feel like you oh, like the song. Options, very nice with JID went on. Oh, my favorite song. Um, JID back to his horny um, beats or horny um, rapping style that he normally would do on features, like a Ari, like a Ari Lennox song. Yes, 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 I got it. Um, Niggas Ain't Shit, very much so. Love that song. Cause, y'all, that's just a disgusting, despicable song. I just heard it for the first time. Are you kidding? Yes, I still have to go back to what we've learned about her in the past year. And then just to come out, Niggas Ain't Shit, it's just nasty. And I totally just to know all the white pop fans are just screaming at in the cars. You know they are. It just hurts my She's heart. She's saying it. That's like the it. worst part. The pop fans are, sque- are screaming everything, Brandon. Yes, but they, it usually ain't niggas ain't well, shit like that. TikTok like, they ain't worth shit. They gave them TikTok, gave them TikTok material. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I love that song. It really goes off. Um, Kiss Me More, a very good song as well. Uh, and I don't even really care for that one that much. I love that song. I think it's a very nice um, pop, pop song, hit. Sound of the Summer. I like that song. Yeah, yeah that's cool. So yeah, I give her her flowers. I think she's really pushing the envelope in terms of being creative and her sound. She can rap, she can sing, and I look forward to seeing what she has in the future. I'm going to go ahead and make a hot take that this was better than Nicki's last album, Queen. Absolutely. Oh, 100%. I'm going to no, say it, and no. I am not... I am the uh, resident Nicki stan. No, you're yes. fucking not. Yes, I clearly. am. I am the resident That's Nicki it. stan. You got to grow no. a barb. <laughs> I am a barb. No, you're I will not. say. Barb card revoked, okay? No, no, no. no. Hip hop card the about bar, to be revoked. The, the it's it's barbs, coming away. The okay? barb stan everything, but the true barb stan <laughs> the pink print. I ain't so never I'm heard that. Go back to Queen. The, the pink print bars, is my favorite album from her, but yes. still, Queen is better than what I just heard. Oh, no comparison. You're dead wrong. You're dead wrong. When, oh when the queen herself, oh who I shall bow down to, Nikki, when she sings, she sound a mess. Nikki yes. really don't really stray Every away from time. her normal flow, which we stand and we love. And you know her fast flow is even her low uh Nikki uh flow, or it's her. She don't really stray away from those two things. 
Doja was giving us versatility. Did you hear on the J.I.D. song when she's like, I want that one to give me some more. He want that one to... That shit is cool. She always flips a beat to me. I heard it, and it was cool is what I thought you was going to say. Brent, you gotta be shitting When Nicki gives us pure bars, that's not better than Queen Brent. Her lyrics. are different than the songs you like. Oh no, she, no, her lyrics. I heard from a off. friend of a friend that that dick was a 10 out of 10. I know you about right, to bring up in here. You have to brush this. Card revoked, okay? Oh, um, card revoked me? I revoked myself and yeah. I'm still here. We are on a time constraint, so and let's wrap it up. You're right, but not to mention Dilja probably even writing half this shit when Nikki's writing every bar, but mm. I don't that's know on writing. a whole nother level. But, that's how um, I take it. I can't back up. So let's yeah. go. Alright, I just learned something new. But okay, we gotta keep going because yes, time to restrain. I learned that who listened to Beartooth? Beartooth released the album. Yes. Put shout out to what this. Yeah, so Beartooth, um, one man band, Caleb Shomo, um, released album, um, produced album called Below. Uh, I didn't really like um, their last album, Disgusting, and um, this one is just a nice return to form for Beartooth. Um, Caleb is just one of the one of the few geniuses from that came from the metalcore scene in 2008. He was like 15 when he joined Attack Attack, and to see that he's still around making music and he's not even 30 yet. And at this level, it's just insane. So I just want to give a quick shout out to them. It was a great album. What genre is Beartooth for um, the it's, At this point, it's just like hard rock. Okay. All right. All right, very well. Well, if no one has listened, okay. I need to finish it. Hiatus Coyote released an album called Mood Valiant. And who listens to this? Who wants to talk about it? Well, we all did at this point. Okay, so, yeah, I listened to it as well. Who wants to start us off? Um, I'll start us off. This was a delightful surprise in my Discovery Mix for um, Tidal when I woke up the other day. And um, I listened to this and... um. I love this album. This album was really good. Um, I don't know if I want to put it in my top albums of the year just yet. I need to see what else is dropping because you know it's been a slow year. But um, definitely to turn this on, this is a, for a new fan. This is a great vibe. Caitlin, mm-hmm. you have anything to say? I didn't listen to the whole album full throttle, but the songs I listened to, I liked. Um, yeah, I put it on as well, trying to listen to it to see what's going on. And we were introduced with her to this band, I should say, group, uh, Twitch Night. It was just on Twitch. A song came on. Fight almost broke out when Kaylin said she couldn't sing and Yoke said she can sing. It's just a lot of melodies. You don't know what you're talking about. But then, so I put it on. I I was looking back and forth. That was my word. But anyway, I was listening. I'm I'm back with Kaylin on that night. I had to cut it off. Her voice was not giving. But it was close to Dave. I couldn't get with it, y'all. I couldn't get with it. There's too much screeching. Mm. The music was beautiful, but I, cu- I couldn't listen. I had to cut it off. Mm. I would encourage you to listen to the old the whole thing because mm-hmm. there's some very... I know that you probably aren't really into like the experimental type of stuff that she does, but in terms of like vibe songs, there's some really good vibe songs toward the end. Okay, very, like She's not... She's not screeching on every on every song. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for listeners, Highest Coyote is more of like a experimental alternative band, but she has a lot of R&B, like, soul influences in her sound. Mm-hmm. So she has, like, a lot of, like, stacked harmonies, but she's also, like, super into just, like, being raw, like, with her sound. So mm-hmm. it's not, it's not a cup, what? <laughs> it's not a... Girl, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, um you know, like a traditional, like, I'm gonna sing a ballad type of song, but it's just, like, I'm gonna scream out if I want to. I'm going to match the horns, whatever I want to. So, yeah, I think it was a very good album. I've only listened to it probably like three or four times through. So I don't have any, like, I don't, I can't match the songs with what I'm trying to say. But um, Chivalry's Not Dead, very good. All the Words We Don't Say, very good. And then a lot of the songs in the outros were really good as well. 
So yeah, I would encourage everybody to listen to it. It's a very cool album. It's different. It's not like a, a typical um, sound that you would hear. All right, I'll try it again. Yeah. All right, so moving on. Uh, Her, another album review, y'all. Her released the album, Back of My Mind. I know yo, Kayla, and I listen to it. Kai, did you listen to this one? Yes, actually. Oh, wow. Okay, who wants to start us off then? Kaylin? Oh, Kai, um, I'll just say this. Um, I really enjoyed what I heard. It's, it was, you know, a lot to take in because it was such a long album when I, you know, and we were riding the way back home in traffic. So, like, it was a lot to take in. So, I couldn't give it the full attention that I needed. Nearly 90 minutes. Yes. Oh, wow. I didn't you know that. You could easily trim a lot of fat off this album, but it was really good from what I heard. Only two things, like, I, I downside were, like, the, the rap features were just terrible. Little Baby sounded a mess. YG was a terrible pick. And, um, <laughs> you didn't hear the YG song, to be fair. <laughs> I just wanted to say that because I hate YG. But, um, yeah. She has a great... When she's, when she's doing pure army and soul, she has a great options. And she knows how to... She knows what beats to use. But, like, um, I just felt like when she was trying to do go out branch and do other stuff, it just didn't fit her. It just felt kind of corny. Mm. Like the like the, the nerdy kid that can hang out with the thugs, but they really like be putting on a little mm-hmm. bit. Wow, that's a great review, Kai, because I'm right there with you. First off, it's way too long. There's no reason why this album should be that long. Yes. I just feel like she's just putting all types of songs on here, any song she could find. A lot of fat could be cut. It's quote of the night for me, Kai. That's totally yes. correct. Um, so I took my time listening to this. I, 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 let me say that in a different way. I took a while before I listened to this because I was nervous. I wasn't going to like it. I finally put it on, and I liked more songs than I thought I would. I thought it was a pretty good album, a nice maybe a week seven, you know, like that's kind of where it is. Very, very high highs, you know, with mm-hmm. like uh, We Made It, and I, I really like Exhausted, and I only heard it once. And there are some other songs on here I really like where she got in her bag, but then there's too many songs, like the DJ Khaled song. I absolutely hate that song. She's trying to rap terribly. I don't like it. I don't like Slide. I'm sorry. I know that's a single. It's kind of catchy. I don't like it either. I don't want that from her, right? The little baby song is terrible. Too many just okay songs. Respectfully, if this was Dej Loaf or somebody singing it in the same way her singing, mm-hmm. I would welcome it. But because it's her, it doesn't come off authentic. Mm. But what she was saying was making sense, the writing. Okay. And the flow sounded great. I think it could have been... This could be like a radio song because she's mm. actually Which one? rapping. The, the one with little baby. Oh, okay. But because it's her and her voice, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel authentic. But mm-hmm. if it were another girl, I think they could pull it off. Mulatto or somebody, okay. they could pull it off. Good That's point. That's my take on it. Yeah, good point. But I'm not going to re- stretch this out too long and beat a dead horse no more. It was a good album. I just think it's a good album. You know where I'm going to pick out my favorites and maybe make a playlist of those, so mm-hmm. I can just listen to those and then we got to hear the shit I don't want to hear because a lot of songs, just not enough um, beat meat on the bones for me, for what I expect from her. The, the bar is yes. set too high from other shit she's done. You know that damage. Fuck me. You Oof. know, like my word. That's yes. what I want. Yes. More from this album. Yes. So you know, we could talk about. Oh, you know, before I go into her album sales, let's go. What else do y'all got to say about it? Um, yeah. I would say, like, she, her, she just is like a double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. Like, she can do so many things, but I just wish she could just pick one and lean into it for a project. She just needs to pick a moody vibe and just lean on it for 10 to 12 songs. Mm-hmm. And it would just be perfect. But just, she just, she's so talented in the, what she does, and she can, like, be versatile to the point where she just wants to put everything into her projects. Which is okay, but it's not, in terms of, like, artistry, 
we want iconic item um albums from people mm-hmm. like it's just too much it's too much to cut through and be like oh let me skip this and then blah 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 like i wouldn't my first mind be like oh let me put on her because i know i'd have to do too much editing to myself to enjoy the full project yes so yeah she just needs to trim back a lot of the fat like i said and just be selective in what she puts out to the world because we all know that you can do it it's not like saying you're a terrible artist or you can't do this. We can know you can do it, but you need to focus on one thing and do it well. But also, I wanted to say that if she would have separated the album and done the trap ones first and then transitioned to the good ones, it would make sense. Like, okay, this is her experimental part of the album. Like, A, B side. A side, B side. It's like, okay, this is the one where she's trying out new things, and now we're going to get into the her that we know. That I could have respected. Y'all saying take it off and don't even do it. Y'all saying take it off. But I'm saying, if we must keep it on, structure it like that. Yeah, maybe. Okay, Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I also wanted to touch real quick. We're in the days where we have niggas like J. Cole and the Lil Baby selling 250,000 uh, records in their first week and up. Um, she, Her only sold 35,000 copies in her first week. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, total sales or what would equal a sale of a record now that we're streaming music, you know? Mm-hmm. So X amount of streams equaling 30, 36,000 records sold. That's a very low number than what I was expecting to hear from her, who, you know, is getting all the awards right now, who's riding high. I just thought she had a bigger fan base than that. And it's kind of disappointing. It's kind of sad. But especially when she had songs on here like Damage, who's that's been out for a while, you know? Yeah. I thought that alone would be able to boost it really high up. And I just, I said in the, in the I said in the comment before, yeah, I wonder if it's because of what Yoke said, pulling for what Yoke said, that she's trying to put so much into the album, she's missing a target audience. Right. You know, like of me and Yoke and Kaylin, who wants the more moody, more artistic side of her. Okay. She's missing us trying to please the little baby fans and YG fans mm-hmm. and, you know, the those type of fans that she might have. Like and the pop fans young, she has. So she wants to do that because she's mm-hmm. young too. Yeah. She is a part of that generation probably. Yeah. And she's like, I know, you know, I got this old soul, but I want to sing this kind of music It's something too. like, it's like, you can't do it. Like, put a little couple, like a two-pack EP or like three, mm-hmm. two, three EP. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be mad at that, but I want your albums to be like something that unforgettable. Right. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. But you know, whatever. Yeah, and this was kind of forgettable. So yeah. hopefully, you know, her sales album, her sales can go up because I want her to be successful and feel good about the stuff she puts out. But we shall see. So moving on. Wow, go another album review. Gold yeah, Link released Haram. This was maybe two weeks ago. And I, I think all of us here listen to that. So uh, who wants to kick us off? Kai again? You want to kick us off? <laughs> you can go first. Okay, I, I'll kick us off with this. Gold Link, it's been my nigga for a long time. I've listened to this white man for a while now. I even tried to put the cousins down with him many years ago. Um, I'm very proud of this guy right here. <laughs> I think he released the album, 15 songs, 37 minutes. Just around the time frame I want my albums to be in 2021. He created a vibe. He curated a sound, and he gave it to us, and then got us out the door real quick. Um, yeah, it, that's what it is. The nigga knows his strong points, and he knows his weak points at this time, and I respect it so much. Weak point being lyricism. He doesn't have shit to say, and I'm sorry. That's that's just it. He's not saying shit, but Damn. he 
picks, I don't know if he produces his own stuff. I would love to know that. But the beats he picks or produces, whichever one it is, are great. They all sound good together. They're all top-notch beats. Some of the best beats on an album I've heard this year, in my opinion. Some of them. And he puts them all together with some fun features in this thing. And some fun-sounding flows. He knows his flow sounds good, even though he's not saying much. And he puts it, pairs it to a beat that's fun. Maybe adds some, um, some reverb or something to his voice where you can't exactly hear real well what he's saying it's kind of staticky and it all sounds really good i put this on in the basement cut a light on real dim light let it vibe out sat back on the chair and really enjoyed myself and uh yeah so in in my opinion i think this is definitely going to be somewhere in my top 10 i enjoyed this thing a lot some highlights for me um white walls 202 girl pacino um, Raindrops with Flo Millie is a great, great song. Terror Dome is another favorite off of here for me. Um, Wild and Lethal and Don't Cry Over Spilled Milk, of course. Some of my highlights off of this album. Gold Link, very well, because I wasn't a big fan of the last one. But this one, I think he really made the album he wanted to make and wasn't worried about album sales or trying to impress this group. He just made the album he wanted to make, and I like it a lot. Yes, um, disgusting words aside, Golden Drop probably one of the best experimental hip hop albums I've seen in a long time. Cause like, um, this is how like you know this reminds me of like something like Def Grip, so like a JPEG Mafia would do something in the stand of you know switching it up with the different mic styles. Def Grips? Definitely JPEG. Not too much. I I like a few songs on them, but they're too weird for me. Yeah, they are very. Yeah, I was just wondering. I was like, wow, you really. It's like three songs. It's really just a shirtless man yelling at you for thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah. I would love to have seen JPEG on this feature. Yes. Um, the only downside to this album, because like I think honestly, every song's a, a don't miss besides the features. I think Flo Millie does a great job. I didn't know she had that in her, and she had a great feature. Um, the only one I can think of is um the two British niggas. I I can only think of you know, that was, that was one of the worst features I've ever heard in my entire British life. Yeah, they were very bad. They were insanely bad. I think I hated them. If he had done every song without features, probably this album would have been perfect to me, or damn near perfect. But like so those features really dropped this from like a nine to like a seven and a half, man. Like those are just bad. Wow. <laughs> I I disagree completely. I guess the British sounding rappers I'm more accustomed to or okay with because uh, Blood Orange has done some music with them in the past, so you know that type of sound. And I you know I'm kind of getting down to it. But yeah, I agree. Those aren't my favorite songs on the album, which is keeping this from being oh man top three albums of the year I've heard. It's keeping it from that. Those features, but um, still a very you know good project in my opinion. Who's next? I liked it. Um, I did enjoy the album based on some of the more popular songs because they had features on it that I heard first. Um, I really thought I was going to just be like, wow, this album is so good. But to me, when I did listen to it from start to end, there were a lot of songs that I did not like. Number one being the first song with NLE Choppa. I think it was a, huh? I thought NLE went off. My that was terrible. That was I thought horrible that was feature. horrible. Thank you, Kai. Damn. I really did not enjoy it. It seemed like he was screaming at me. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong. I like a song from NLE Chopper. Walk them down. Walk them down. I really like that song. <laughs> but that's why when I heard him on here, I thought I knew it was going to be some ratchet shit. But it just sounded, he was like, go, 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 just yelling at you the whole, whole time. I did not like it. I did not like those two songs with the British guys. God bless them, but it wasn't giving. It sounded terrible. And I, it was some songs with him by himself. It was kind of annoying. So, but 
Don't Cry Over Spilled Milk is just like medicine to me. I love that song. I love that vibe. It feels good listen to that song. Um, next, I say the song with Flo Millie. Um, even the song with the other white girl. I don't know who she was. They were okay, but Don't Cry Over Spilled Milk is probably going to be a classic to me that I will be singing in 10 years. That's how much I like that song. The album, I listen to it again just for some music in the background because I love his production like Brent was saying. He got good production. He be having a cool sound. I'm here for that. Oh, shout out to White Walls. Um, but yeah, I just wasn't moved. Yeah. I did not listen to it. So you I didn't, didn't? No, I didn't. I Kevin, you did though, right? No, I haven't yet. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. So yeah, we're moving on. Um, is Lil Baby this generation's best rapper? Who put this in my head? I did. Tell <laughs> me if it came on oh topic. But y'all, but y'all know that was a talk on Twitter and stuff. Yes. Okay. Yes, we That's the only reason why I brought it up. But we don't have to discuss it if y'all want to. Uh, I'm not here to say, if y'all want my opinion, I do not think so. In a one word answer, no, Kai. No, Absolutely not. <laughs> um, in a one word no. answer, no. no. Kevin, no. by no means, dear yeah, God. Yeah, I don't know. No. All right, so I would say, on. yeah, no. You got to open your mouth all the way and speak. And what are they talking about this generation? Oh Millennials God. or um, Gen Z? Yeah, that's Gen why Z I don't know. I didn't have to debate. But Gen Z, I'll say it's Cordae. And I'm pretty sure they're saying. Oh, niggas lost their Niggas really think that. I'm pretty sure y'all, they're saying for Gen Z. No, That's, people really think he's well, going to They want to crown whoever so, they want to so, crown. Now so think I'm about, not going to crown them. Now, think about it for Gen Z. Y'all's answer still is no. Corday. No, Corday. Thank you. No. But Corday, exactly do he really be making music like yes. that? Yes. He has a project. And two is coming. Okay. So you yes. think, hold up, y'all. You think Corday is more influential than Lil Baby? Oh, no. That's the best, best rapper. Best oh, rapper. Oh, okay. Yeah. But what about being influential? What y'all thinking? Baby or Migos? Migos, influential. Me, he's not influential first. at all. If you if you literally wrote people the are saying that yeah. Lil Baby is hot because he's on everybody's song. Like that's what they're trying to say. I don't yeah, know how to say Lil it. Yeah, but Lil Baby got a co-sign from Young Thug and got brought into it the full body. But do you? But would you agree? He's really out here working, working on everybody's song. Sure. So is the baby. Doesn't mean it's always good. Yeah. I so Brent, Kai, Kai, I know you got a opinion. I already said that this nigga's terrible. I know I never want to hear him wow. anywhere near top anything besides top of the worst list. And I don't think he's all that influential. That's <laughs> influential. Top of the worst list. Top of the worst list might be your title. Top of the worst list. I'm just saying, like this yeah. guy literally just was was spawned from Young Thug, and how can he influence anyone? Who who yeah. else is signing trying to sign a little they baby? They say right he's now? so high aside right from J Cole. Okay, next case. Next case. Next case. So speaking of J. Cole, power hour, 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 he's going on tour this fall. I'm sure Kaylin put this on here. Yes. What did you want to talk about? I'll just make tour? it quick. I was surprised to hear that he was going on tour. Were y'all? No. Especially no. a stadium tour. What do you mean? Yeah. Yeah. He has to buy more Balenciaga shoes. I don't know. I thought he would have been like, the world's right, back uh, open. I'm going to try to do no. Dreamville Fest. He's I didn't think he was checked. Yeah, the, the, the world's back open. He's tour with every album. He's just trying to make yes, some money. I just thought it because it's a new world. Yeah, and just like... Like that—that that feels like the weekend. Like okay, and I'm going on tour immediately. Yeah, cold money grab. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, not we can wait it. It's, yeah, it makes we sense. Can, so. it, no, it's we like, can not like, like, like while we were still yes. Yeah, but J. Cole waited until like oh, he did. These people he did. are kind of. And it's gonna be in October, but that's the only thing I was thinking. But if y'all wanted to know, I bought tickets for myself, and I'm gonna go alone because some people <laughs> said they was gonna come with me. Flaked on me, 
And then uh, it's like kidding, kidding, kidding. Well, some of us. But I really, really wanted to see him, and um, I said I want to see him as well. But I want to see him where the cost efficiency makes sense, and I want to see other artists for the same price, aka Dream Dreamville Fest. So we we have it on record. Ariel said she's going to Dreamville Fest. Oh yeah, I would definitely be down. So do you have anything to add about him going on tour? J. Cole? J. Cole going on tour? Okay. What are talking about? Next case. I have, to, I have to call it out. Kayla didn't remember J. Cole's name just now? I don't. Ariel, are you kidding me? You know why I don't remember J. Cole's name. Okay, well, keep going. All right. Oh, I don't have bad. Okay, well. Brent Fayez. Yeah, Brent Fayez, y'all. He dropped a new song today. I didn't know the shit was coming out. I saw Kaylin posted it, and I said, oh, all for that, let me listen to it. Hey, so, thanks, Brent. It, it's featuring Drake, and Kaylin, tell us about it. Um, Brent Fayez um, and Drake dropped the song. Um, it's called, Brent probably just said it, but also, okay, it's called <laughs> Wish. Remember. Wish You Well. Wish You Were Here. What is it called, y'all? Where this we is a were. Sad wish. Case for wish. Blood. Um, if I had one we're wish, wish it. times. We were here. This we were wished. Oh, no, 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 no. It's, it's wasting time. Wasting time. Wish, okay. wish, wish on a well. Sorry, wish on a star. The song is called What's Wasting Time. Now, I really, okay, I'm I'm just gonna tell you what the song is. The song is very much early 2000s Neptune's kind of sound. With Brent Fires on the hook. Yes, because it is produced by the Neptunes. Oh, wow. Yes, that's the thing. So it's produced by the Neptunes. That's why the image of them for the graphic is made like that as well. So um, it's one of those fast, like bop, like happy, upbeat NERD songs. I didn't want that personally. I wanted a more sad, toxic, both of them crooning on the track, Guys Need Love kind of song. I, that's what I wanted. But instead I got, you know, an upbeat, you know, Mr. Me Too kind of um, beat from the next No, I don't think it was that yeah, far. So it was a chill vibe. I don't think it was upbeat like, yeah. like, up, like old N.E.R.D. I don't think it was that. Mm-hmm. But I think it was just a cool vibe. <sighs> I don't know. Tomato, tomato. But I will say that I like the song. I'm not that happy with Brent Fires though. I wanted more crooning from him. Because he be doing runs and stuff. And his real music, he didn't give that. He just gave boring singing the hook. But Drake went off. Drake made that song even better. But I will be getting that line off as a caption. Whatever the hook is, I forgot what it is. It's like, instead of wasting time, waste time with me. That's a great bar. Next, Ariel. I very much so enjoyed it a lot. It really brought me back, like Kaylin said, to the early two thousands. Um, you could, it. This was this was not from. If I wouldn't have heard, like Brent said, like I wouldn't have heard that it was produced by the Neptunes. I don't think I would have immediately known from the sound, which is I think it's cool for them because usually you could tell straight off the bat, which is also cool for them as well. So like I think that they're they're you know trying to branch out, trying to be more relevant in today's um, music, which is great for them. Um, I thought it was just like it immediately just it was just so nostalgic and just not trying too hard. Um, Brent was just in his pocket to me and it just sounded like something I could just put on while I'm driving and just be, you know, vibe and have a good time. And I agree that Drake really went off in his verse. Um, I don't wouldn't say it's something that's like 
you know, the best new song of all time or anything. Like, it's the best new song of the week. But, like, it was a good song. And I, I need to listen to it again, I guess, obviously, to make a better uh, dis, um, judgment of it. But I really enjoyed it. Shout out to niggas Brent named Brent Wynn. Um, this Shout out to Longreach High School. Yes, from Maryland. <laughs> yes, Howard County. This nigga went from Sonder to getting Neptune's production, mm-hmm. getting Drake features. The boy That's is winning. Deal. That's crazy. Yes, so I'm proud of him. I thought the song was great. You know, yes, very, you know, flashback to the good old times, the 2000s, as Ariel and Caitlin said. I agree. Um Brent comes in singing very well, you know, flowing with the beat, sounds good, and Drake kills it in the end rapping. I thought it would be more, I thought, as Caitlin said, I expected more croning from Drake in this song. When I saw them two together, I thought it was going to be R&B, croning, sad, a woman left them, but I like the direction they went in. It's cool. I respect it. Drake rapping at the end went off. Fun song. I'm going to be listening to it a lot this summer, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely a great song. Drake and Brent are always good to hear from each other, and also just here in general. Um, definitely will be going back to this. I love the early boy band, you know, sample in the intro. This was this was just good all around. I thought it was just okay. Didn't blow me away. I was much more interested in Drake's verse than Brent Fias. He, if I, I don't feel like he really brought much to that song. Okay. All right. Next case. All right. Well, next case, uh, as your official Cousins Night podcast award show correspondence, the BET Awards happened this past week. And so we're going to talk about it real quick. Uh, let's talk about the winners before we get into performers. I'm going to run down some winners real quick of who won shit. Because uh, there were some controversial ones on here. Video of the year was WAP. I'm only going to name the big ones for time's sake. WAP won video of the year. Do y'all care who it beat? No, probably not. No. Yeah, that was, a, that was a fun video, I remember. Best new... No, don't care about them. Uh, BET Her. I don't know what that means. But Sizzle won for good days for BET Her. Um, new artist, Givion on one. Her. Uh, well deserved. I wish he was there to perform. Mm-hmm. Best collaboration, WAP Wait, again. He won best new artist? Yes. Why wasn't a best new artist performing? Ariel, he was there. You didn't hear the drama. He left, though. Right. He but never, why did he leave? He didn't, why did he perform? No, you still ask a good question. That's what I'm saying. Why didn't he perform? I feel yeah. like best new artist, I think he might have been... He might have been one of the performers, but... Um, Something happened and transpired. And oh, I didn't know that. There. I didn't know that. Because everybody was roasting his outfit. So maybe he had an outfit malfunction or something. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Oh All right, y'all. So best female hip-hop artist, Meg Thee Stallion won. She beat Cardi B, Doja Cat, Coley Ray, Sweetie, and Lato. Um, viewer's Choice is when the fans voted. They voted for Savage Remix with Meg Thee Stallion and Beyonce. Uh, here's a controversial one for me. Album of the Year was won by Jasmine Sullivan, Whole Tales. Um, I thought it was a complete slap in the face to Nas because he was on here as well for King's Disease, which was an iconic hip-hop album in my opinion. Uh, she also beat The Weeknd. I don't care about him. Dub Baby, I don't care. She beat Chloe and Haley, and she beat Meg Thee Stallion Good News. Yeah. Whole Tales was more of like a, I don't know, not an EP, an EP or something. It was. Yeah, it, right. it legit was an EP, so I respect anybody who wants to come for her. But the project was amazing, and it was very good. And it had a moment in time of women, you know, listening to these hotels to the point where even she did an Instagram story recently, and people were telling their hotels, and it went on Shade Room. Yeah, not saying it wasn't good at all, but, you know, I still think Nas put out a real, fully realized album out here and, and should have won. 
But moving on, Lifetime Achievement Award was given to Queen Latifah. And they also did a little performance for her where Rhapsody, Lil' Kim, some other ladies. Oh, MC Light. Lady, I didn't know who was. Was that oh, Rhapsody yeah. that came out first? Yes. I thought she was light-skinned, though. I don't think that was Rhapsody. We never know what Rhapsody looked like. <laughs> no, this woman, I, she looked like... I know oh, no, I know who you're like. talking about. I don't know who that is oh, either, okay. Kaylin. Yeah, I'm not sure who that was. But still, they did good, I think. They performed and Who You Calling a Bitch and some other stuff. I'm sorry, Kaylin. Unity has still one of my favorite beats in all rap. Mm. Like, Phenomenal. one of my favorite all-time beats. Yeah. They put their foot in that beat. I think it was very well deserved. I think she is a queen. She is a trailblazer. Mm -hmm. She's everything and more. Mm -hmm. And also, she took this moment to come out publicly and say that she was gay. Mm -hmm. She's well, almost, if she ain't 50, very close to it. Mm -hmm. So, Kevin and Kai asked somebody who was just hearing this, what do y'all think about that? I feel like we've always known, but... I thought we've always known this, but, you know, congrats to her. Live your truth. Yeah. She said my partner. She wants to give honor to her partner. Yeah, I'm proud of her. And it's sad that it's taken so long, mm-hmm. but I'm proud of her. It's living truth. Yeah, and Queen looked great that night as well. I wanted to give her a shout-out yeah. for that. Um, and she's not just a lifetime achievement for music, but for acting as well, you know. So she's just really amazing. So I'm glad she got that. Best movie, Judas and the Black Messiah. Oh, here's a real controversial one. Best group was won by Silk Sonic. Who only has yeah. one fucking song beating 21 Savage and Metro Boomin, who's not a real group, beating the Migos, who has multiple, multiple records, multiple number ones, beating Chloe and Halle, who has multiple albums, beating the City Girls, real groups, yeah. and beating Chris Brown and Young Thug, who's not a real group. But this was a smack in the face. They just wanted Bruno Mars at this BT Awards. Yeah. And you true. know what? That's not fair. They no. would have came regardless if they won. They knew I don't understand won. why they gave it to them. Chloe and Haley should have won this. They yeah, can I, yeah, I literally just want to read the BET Awards for and all the awards this season for disrespecting Ungali Hour. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. They were all up on your screens all throughout quarantine with beautiful arranged performances from their home, live vocals, beautiful sets and performances, and y'all didn't get them regalia. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. They're the first talk of the town in the shade room. And, oh, don't they look good? Blah, blah, blah. But nobody wants to give them their flowers. Mm-hmm. It was a beautiful album and they deserve more. Mm-hmm. Unless this is like some weird long con by Beyonce and them for the big ministry plans. I just feel like these girls have genuine insane amount of talent. Yes. But they're not looked at at all. You cannot say that they can't sing. You can't say that they can't dance and like put on a performance. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Like, like what you take. And I I think- I'm not saying like album of the year or anything, but just something. Something needs to be done where they can accept something and get flowers. I just want to say hot take. I wish they were in Doja Cat's position. I feel like those two girls are going to be way more relevant 10 well, years from now. They've already, mm-hmm. they, they've been selling and doing I great. Know, we had a whole talk about it on this pod. I said mm-hmm. they're going to break up. I'm thinking I said that. Well, she already released a song. Breathing. Oh, okay. Well, she teased the song. Chloe, so yeah, I song. said Chloe's dying to get away. But mm-hmm. go. Well, after the Little Mermaid, we'll definitely see where she goes after that. Because yes. that's definitely, if that's not a star making performance, then I don't know what it's going to be for her. Mm-hmm. So to wrap this up, male best hip hop artist Lil Baby beat J. Cole, Pop Smoke, Jack Harlow, Drake, and The Baby. So Drake didn't drop anything. On what? Best that's male, male. hip hop artist. Yeah. Drake Lil didn't Baby. drop anything. <laughs> but um Kaylin's right. Lil Baby's everywhere and everyone loves him for him. I'll give it to them. I don't think he should be beating a J. Cole in anything. Never. But no. I'll let the, the line dog have his day. Best male R and B artist. 
Um, Chris Brown won, beating Black, The Weeknd, Giveon, Anderson Pack, and Tank. I hate to hear nope. it. I hate to hear that. Yeah. Shouldn't it be giving Very it? terrible. BT, if you want us to take these awards seriously, you need to start fucking right. like giving it winners to people that make sense. Cause this Chris is Brown was even there. He wasn't even there. Right. Thank you, Yoke. Best female R&B artist was her. Okay, very well. She beat Summer Walker, Beyonce. Oh my lord, SZA, Jasmine that was Sullivan, a hard category. and Janae Aiko. Yeah, maybe hardest category of the night. Jasmine should have won. But her won that. Mm, and I say again, Jasmine should have won. Ooh, Who, name know. again, guy, Brent, real quick. Uh, Summer Walker, Beyonce, SZA, Jasmine Sullivan, Janae Aiko. I gotta hear that. Beyonce's I album was I feel old. like Summer could have won. I still, I, I think her was was okay to win that, but All right. I understand. So, and to wrap it up. Andre Day won Best Actress, and Best Actor was Chadwick Boseman. Um, but real quick, oh my god, uh, performances happened, and there were some good ones this night, y'all. I want to start off with the Migos came out and gave us the shock of the night when Cardi B came out in a onesie bodysuit and her belly out. She's pregnant, y'all, again. Yeah, Cardi's pregnant. Dom, Dom, yeah. diddly. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, congrats so, if that's what she wanted to do. Yeah, the rumors were true, and... There we go. So, people were questioning her online, but that's not for me. I will say that was a shocking moment. Yes, a good it, moment. Yeah, it was a good yeah. moment. Mm-hmm. It was really feeling like nostalgic of like yes. crazy things happening. Oh, MTV Awards. Yes, yeah. they really did pull out the stops um, when they said culture's biggest night, and that's why they bring out and give stuff to Static Shock, Static Sonic, because. Shock is everybody to watch, not just black people. Static Shock. So, shout out Static Shock. He just got a new comic book. Go read it. Next, Ari Lennox and Jasmine Sullivan performed Sit On It. And Jasmine also performed her new song, I believe it's called Toxic. Reclaim, 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 reclaim in my time. So she had. Miss Reclaiming My Time herself, Maxine Waters on it. And then she transitioned into On It, where she brought out the beautiful, talented, and everybody's favorite girl next door, Ari Lennox. And they killed it! And looked incredible and beautiful. Both of them. Yeah, On It's not my favorite song because of the subject matter. I think they could have been written a little bit better. But as far as sounding, as far as having ears, they sounded phenomenal. You know, they look great, of course. And yeah, very good sound. And I mean, they were doing good singing. Yes. It's like yes. you're seeing Kelly Price and Faith Evans singing. Mm. That's what I want to say. The new version. Mm. Who else is singing like them in the R&B world right now? Nobody. Shout out to Keith Sweat. I'll give that to you. Next, in underwhelming performances, the City Girls performed. Terrible. Yeah, I was not a big fan of that. DJ. I would say terrible, but they were very moving. Yeah, they were moving, dancing kind of slow. But DJ Khaled had a performance with DaBaby. Uh, Meg Thee Stallion was on there. And some other niggas who I cannot remember. It was very forgettable. Who else? Oh, her performed. Yes, she came out the sky playing the drums. A instrument that we didn't even know she knew how to play. And I thought that was a very shaking moment, but the crowd wasn't giving. It wasn't. Well, were they? I feel like they was not reacting the way they should react. Like Jill Scott, when she was like, shout out to her, that sister came down from the sky, she was giving her the regards. Mm-hmm. But I feel like everybody else was just like, clap, clap, clap. 
Yeah, her did the he. I don't think in I can remember what it's called. Guitar solo. It's called we, we Made It. it. Yeah. Yes, and then a long ass amazing guitar solo at the end. The woman's beyond talented. Oh, the show opened up. So moving on from that, the show opened up with Lil Baby performing with Kirk Franklin and Just Blaze with their Christian song they made. I can't think of what it's called. Kevin and Kai wish y'all was there. We win. We win, something like that. Yoke and Kaylin was sucking it off, and I needed my niggas <laughs> there with me to be like, this song sounds a fucking mess. What was this song? It sounded a mess. Yeah. Lil Baby with Kirk Franklin. Oh. Yeah. I didn't I think did. it was bad, y'all. I thought it lie. sounded pretty good. For yeah. for what it was in concept, if somebody were like, Lil Baby and Lil Kirk Franklin did a song together, I would have immediately thought it was trash. Mm. When they performed it, I was like, okay, yes. it's not bad. He and, and um, Lil Baby talking about, I gotta stay focused, and I'll take care of my children. And I'm like, okay, he's trying to say some good messages. And then he'll go back to talking about killing people the next song. Yes, oh, yeah. he probably will. As he performed later in the night, he did. Yes. Uh, Lil Nas X performed Call Me wow. By No, no, no. Go name. in order, Brent. I don't that know was the fucking order. order. All right. He went crazy, y'all. He kissed a nigga in the mouth. He was switching around the stage. The boomers are pissed. Yeah, a lot of people were pissed about that that um, performance. Really? Really sick. Y'all act like he rolled the nigga. Like, I can see if, like, you know, sometimes when they do choreography, girls be on the ground, act like they riding people. You know what I mean? Yeah, and nobody said shit about that. Right. So, I'm thinking, you know, maybe if he did something like that, that's, like, literally insinuating sex. But a kiss? Big whoop. I just, Cardi and Meg scissored on stage. Literally yeah, scissored. 4K. My thing is, every time I see an argument about against this, it's completely hypocritical. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Just let him be himself. I know it was a very uncomfortable moment for me because I didn't know how the audience was going to react. Mm-hmm. But obviously, I accept him for who he is. But I, I just thought it was very bold and trailblazing for him to do this and be comfortable with that. Especially at the BET Awards, too. That's big. That's big. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I enjoyed the performance. I thought he did good. I still love the song. And actually, he's a, he has an album that I'm anticipating this year as well. So oh, we'll yeah. see. Mariba performed on an amplified stage so it's kind of short and quick but um um who was this important tyler the creator how can i uh, fucking forget he did lumberjack kai did you see that kevin and kai um yes I saw that he okay. the nigga went off right yeah yes, chef's kiss yeah you okay. came you got something to say yeah truly smart innovative mm-hmm. immersive felt like you was at um what is it called the um, IMAX, iMovie Theater, you know y'all. IMAX. The 4D Theater, IMAX. IMAX. That's what it felt like. I thought he put a lot of effort into it. I'm proud of him for even performing at the BET Awards because you know he like to say, you know, he's with the white culture. So I'm very I, happy. I think this is the first time he probably ever got asked to perform. I think that him getting that Grammy call really changed things for him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Roddy Rich performed. Anybody worry about him? Moneybag Yo could barely talk when he performed. Terrible. Meg Thee Stallion performed. She did good. She looked good, of course. We yes. know that. And then they did a dedication to DMX, in which Griselda was there, Kevin and Kai. Boom, 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 boom. They did a good yep. job. They, they're not, they don't have no stage presence, though. Mm-hmm. These are real niggas. They need to work on it. <laughs> <laughs> the Locks was a part of that performance. Wow. Method Man. Method Man was a part of that performance, yes. Michael K. Williams. Michael, wait. Method Man. He went off. And he looked the fuck good. And he looked good, too. I wasn't going to go there, but he did go off. And then Michael K. kind of made me shake a little bit. I was thinking that it was DMX. Yeah, Michael K. did slipping and falling. He did it in a spoken <laughs> word type of way, though. He did very good. 
Uh, oh, and I, I, I wasn't going to mention this, but I should because she fucked up a song. Andrew Day fucked up Strange Fruit. First, wow. First she, she sang it. She fucked it up. At first, actually, she sang it very well, sing, sounding like Billie yes. Holiday. But then she just added a whole other part to it that should not have been added at all, and it brought the song down very quickly and very fast. But that was it. So that's, that's the um, BET Awards wrap-up. And we're going to keep this thing moving. I loved it. And shout out to Taraji P. Henson. Yeah, right. Yeah. Some of her jokes were not sticking, but a lot of them were. She did a great job. She was tributing women throughout the decades who were influential to black society. And shout out to BT for making this um, year the year of the woman. Yeah, Taraji did great. She looked great. And shout out to BET for, you know, inviting people like Lil Nas X and Tyler, yes. the creator, onto the show. Because a lot of times, you know, folks like that would have been left out. So it was very good to see, you know, they open up, broadening their horizons. And I'm glad to see no fucking Jack Harlow jumping across the stage. Let the black people get their shine right now, okay? After all we went through, I'm glad he just sat down and was quiet. I'm dead. So, Snow Allegra's coming out with an album this yes. Friday, is it? It's not Friday. this Friday, but July 9th. I just want to put that on your, everybody's radar. It's okay. going to be very, very. All right. Only other update is also Logic dropping a song tomorrow called Vaccine. I'm hyped for that. Who? Logic. Oh, a project or a song? A song. Yeah. Uh, I'm listening to that. He's truly un... I'm you retired. He said it. All right, Kayla, what do you mean? I'm listening to it because if you coming out of retirement... To give me this music, this better be the shit you had to get off your fucking chest. That's true. Have I mean. y'all heard the, the last two Magic songs? They've been fire. I heard the one that we heard down in the basement. I did not like that at all. That was like an intro. That wasn't okay. a real song. Okay. Oh, okay. I didn't know if that was either? the one. Yeah. Alright, well moving on to culture. So I will be giving a full review next week. And right. I will tell you if it was worth coming out of retirement. Is this supposed to be fun, little baby? Maybe. I might hear it. But uh, moving on to culture, Bill Cosby is being released from jail on some technicality shit. I don't want to make a joke about this, but this is disgusting. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't want. I don't know. When is Vince coming? Vince Staples, as you say? Oh, okay, next week. Vince Staples is coming out next week. Alert, alert. Okay, so Bill Cosby is getting out of jail. Um, I don't know if I want to expose myself, so I'm not going to say nothing here. He's getting out. He was was released through a technicality of the whole, basically, he was was basically agreed that he would not be sentenced for it, right? Yes. So, you repeat the shit, Bill Cosby, just because you're free does not mean you're not guilty. So I don't know if that is that the truth because if he has always claimed innocence and he was saying it, I may see what people are talking about. But I don't know if he ever said I'm innocent from the beginning. I think he pled guilty to drugging some of those women, and that's why he got off. And that was the whole trade. If I tell you, and for that you are deceased. Wasn't that the whole gist of it? Well, Well, see, I don't know what his statement was, but he he said if he agreed to uh, testify then he wouldn't get any jail time. So I don't know what he agreed to a testifying to, but that's what it was. So, yeah, so he's out. So, oh, next. Nick Cannon is on here. Nick Cannon has fathered four babies in the past six months with three different women. Um, that's why he's on here. And he's also on here because he, he thinks he's going to die soon. I heard an interview with him on, um, what's that white guy? No, he wasn't on Brilliant Idiots. 
Idiots. Yeah, they mentioned him on Brilliant Idiots, but he the interview was with Howard Stern. There we go. And where he said that uh, you know he goes to the doctors and what well, did he have? Leukemia? No, no, no. Yes, lupus. Lupus. Yeah. And the doctors are always telling him, "Wow, you know, you really almost passed away, but such and such happened." That kept you alive, so you know he's he's preparing for passing away. He says he doesn't think he's going to have a long life like most people. He thinks he's going to die sooner than a lot of people around his age, and so you know he's kind of saying fuck it to wearing condoms and he's spreading his seed everywhere and living it up and having fun because he said I might not be here tomorrow, literally. So wouldn't that be the exact opposite feeling that you would need to have? Like you would want to have a kid under. I guess I'm not gonna be here together. Let's just make as many kids as possible. Yeah. Kids need fathers. I'm but sorry. I'm, I'm like, very confused. No, it's like a, but it's a common thing when dudes are like going to jail or they're like maybe something's gonna happen to them. They start having as many kids as possible. Oh, very responsible. It's like some weird like fear thing that probably kicks in humans. Like I need to go spread my seed and stuff before I go. Wow. Which is, if the women are consenting. Do what you want. Yeah. Yeah. And as long as you have the money well, to why support would you them. Consent to that as a woman. Well, that's not. Because you don't got to work no more. Only money and greed. Because you don't got to work no more. He's made it clear. Any woman who mothers his child don't got to work no more, he said. He said that many times. Oh, he did? Yes. So, there you go. They sign up and line up, I'm sure. But, um, so, so that's very interesting. I called him Genghis Khan. But now we might know why. There might be a reason, a method to his madness. Genghis Khan. (laughs) So, next. Oh, man. This is real quick. This is a shout out, y'all. T-Pain said this past week that he was on an airplane flight with Usher. Year, this was many years ago when he first started popping off. Usher, I mean, T-Pain said he was literally on an airplane, chilling, kicking back, relaxing. No, he was asleep. Asleep, yeah. And a flight attendant, Usher had a flight attendant come over to him, wake him up from his sleep, and say, hey, Usher wants to talk to you in the back. So he gets up, oh, okay, cool. Goes with him back, tucks to Usher, and Usher just says, hey, you know you're really fucking up music for real singers, right? And, you know, T-Pain said he was crushed because he thought he and Usher were his friends and he said he didn't know it at that time but that kind of spiraled him into four years of a deep depression. So, as Kaylin would say, react. (laughs) Usher, I thought you were better than that. I really did. I looked at you as a sweet, precious young man and I did not think you would do that to somebody because that's just very mean. Did you think he would spread herpes all around as well? I don't know. But that allegedly? Been, that, yes, allegedly, because that has not been confirmed. But I just didn't think that he would... I just feel like that's like some um, power struggle thing. Like, you a man calling another man over to like disrespect him or like son him? And like, who you do you think you are? Like, what do you think you're, Michael Jackson, and you're trying to check somebody? So, I don't know. I, it kind of made me look at him in a different way. I thought he was much more of a nice guy. That's just big clown, especially because you use autotune in the years coming after that. So Kevin, it's just like, who, amazing Who, who are you to fucking stand on that and try to say mm-hmm. that and then try to profit off of yeah, it? Yeah, I dare someone to say the Travis Scott. Yeah, he jumped on the train very fast himself, Usher, once he saw it was taking off, so... Yeah, it's a real strange thing to do, man. I can imagine being that type of nigga to be like, oh, there's such and such a front. Hey, fly to the have her come back to me. Have him come back to me. Right, so I can just shit on this nigga's dream. You you need to keep doing what you're doing or something like that. He should have had some type of shit for him. Yeah, yeah. Real clown shit. Yeah, you're right. T-Pain should have had some some bars No, I'm saying Usher should have been like, 
hey man, you I think you, I don't think you're doing something right, but hey, you need to keep on doing it because it's making you money or something. Like mm-hmm. he should have said something. At least try to be positive. Too, but just being saying. a dick it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, and I didn't take Usher for that as well, Kalen. But you're right. So, guess the next case. I guess we learn, you know, people's true colors shining. Meg versus the baby. All right. So I'm not sure if you guys seen the recent weeks, but basically, within the past few weeks, that Meg Stallion is upset at the fact that the baby is dropping a new single with Tory Lanez, and basically she tw- basically they were subtweeting each other at first. And then the baby responded to her basically kind of saying, like, I'll do what I want to do. Um, this was the thing we talked about in private and stuff like that. And she said, well, you said you weren't going to tweet about it. You weren't going to try to give it press. This was something you were forced to do. And they went back and forth. And then everyone started clowning the baby. And then Partisan Fontaine, Meg's mm-hmm. boyfriend, mm-hmm. also got involved trying to threaten the baby. Mm-hmm. And the baby basically said, like, you don't know about me. Mm-hmm. But my whole thing is, the, the question really is, is it wrong for him to make music with Tory Lanez and still be Meg's friend? Yes, yes, if he told her that he got her back. Yes, I agree. Wrong. I agree. Mm-hmm. Very corny. Yeah, that's entirely wrong. Yeah. Yeah, and especially like he didn't you even can do let. Whatever you want, it's just corny. Like number one, you shot that person. That's on number one. You're bad friend. And number two, it's your friend allegedly. Right. Exactly. So the what nigga, is going on? He even let no time. Ass. Like he didn't let no years go by. He didn't let this Friday, die down. He just came out with Megan a couple months ago. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he had another song with Tori as well. Like that happened during during the after after And I think also the BET Awards showed us that the baby is just not that good. He he thinks much higher of himself than what we. They than, put than him on that pedestal, though. To be honest, they made the baby out to be one of this huge megastar when he really wasn't. Mm. And they I let that producer play that same flute. The baby's genuinely one of the worst rappers I've ever heard. He's never mm-hmm. once changed his flow when he no, did. It was terrible. No, I don't think he's one of the worst rappers. He's definitely one of the worst. I'm sorry. This is niggas gives you the same exact song every time. I, and I, I just don't understand how people love it still. Yeah, I'm with Kalen. I've heard many worse, but yeah. he's not my favorite. Not one of my well, like, favorites. Okay, he's the most overhyped of this generation. Like, There's no reason why he's this high and having the same he's song. He's the generation's tiger. That's all it is. I mean, to be fair, he made bops to get to where he is. Like, I liked, enjoyed his, his beginning songs, but then I realized all of his songs are going to sound like that, and I was like, no, it's it's not worth it. But, um, that's just my take. I like Bop, and I liked other songs that he made. Yeah, so. I agree. So, yeah, bottom line. Just, I'm faithful and do anything for a dollar-ass nigga. No, mm-hmm. never forget this nigga with wearing diapers trying to mm-hmm. promote his diapers. Oh, yeah. He's a forever cornball to my Right, that's the bottom line. He's, he's very corny to us at the Cousin Life podcast. But I guess moving on, uh, oh, real quick note, Kevin Gates was on Mike Tyson's podcast this past week. Kevin Gates um, let Mike Tyson know that he was molested uh, when he was a child. And Kevin Gates said that rap was a form of an escape. He used it as an escape, you know, from all the things that was going on in his life. And um, so, yeah, that was a a different side of Kevin Gates that we saw because he's always a big tough guy, you know. Salute him for um, being willing to share that with the world. Yes, yeah, so being a survivor. Mm-hmm. And we truly saw a different side of him with a man bun and laid edges and feathers coming out the bun with a bow tie on. That was very interesting. That's what he wore? <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Laid like a, edges? It was a man bun yeah. with like three it wasn't that hawk weird. feathers wrapped around it. Mm. It was very odd. Okay. And laid edges and a bow tie. So yeah, <laughs> very interesting. But uh, yeah, shout out to him for saying that. I'm sure it's very tough to admit. And um, 
shout outs to Mike Tyson for providing that space for these, you know, type of niggas to come on and talk to him. Because Kevin Gates not the only one. You know, I need to start listening to Mike's pod because it sounds like he has some good yes, shit. Yes, I enjoy his pod when I listen to him. Hardcore fan. Really? You ask him I, and I okay. put my dad He's on. so in logic. Yeah, logical. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, all right, moving on. You're going to jail. Let's see who's going to jail this week. Oh, yeah, the Trump organization was charged in 15 years tax scheme. So, not officially Trump, but his organization and CFO Alan Weiselberg are basically, they got caught. They got caught lying to their investment holders. So, basically, they've had two separate, for the past 15 years, they've had two separate ledgers, basically, showing off what their finances went. Basically, one of the interesting things that showed that for holiday entertainment, they gave away millions of dollars to the CFO out of mm. no money that were supposed to go to the client. So they had their own numbers and the numbers that they gave to their investors. Oh, wow. So, so they scamming. And they were embezzling the money into each other. That's like, and then you know that just happened with his um, wall, the people who was funding his wall. Yep. Um, they also were embezzling. So it seems like they might be getting some instruction <laughs> from a particular leader or something. Yeah, they're getting inching closer and closer to the top embezzler. Is what it <laughs> yeah. like to me. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh, I'm glad they got caught. And I had to give a shout out. If, and if do we're they talking. get gunned down also, in the street by police the, with the, knees on their chest? Do they get that when they create and do these crimes? Mm. No. But you can get killed over a $20 bill if you're a black man in America. Awesome. Now, and, and imagine how much money they embezzled. All right. And what Caitlin was saying that, I just wanted to put out, Weisenberg failed to pay taxes on $100,000 between 2005 and 2017. So these Even are, worse offense. People are dying over $20, $20 or people are literally stealing hundreds of thousands and no one cares. Ooh, that's the kind of stuff that incites rage inside of me. So let's just go to the next topic. All right, before we leave this, we have one more person going to jail. Pushai Sting has been indicted for armed robbery using his Instagram videos of him flashing money. The serial numbers match the ones that were stolen in the armed robbery. So, Pushai Sting, that's my dog, but Pooh, you're really going to jail. In the immortal words of Eric Doom, rap snitch conditions, they go to court and be their own star witness. He is an idiot. Don't flex the money that you stole that you can clearly see the label. The serial numbers. See the serial numbers. Because they can just zoom in. So it was a a picture on Instagram that he posted. They probably had him probably stacking money, and you know the hip hop cops were (laughs) so dumb. Yeah, so you way to waste your own career. Boo boo. Wow, he would have never thought. I would never thought nobody would do that. Mm-hmm. Damn, they, that means they're watching you from past weeks. That's right. All well, right, Pooh, good luck. No luck to him. You no know luck. what's sad? Because like he's a young guy, and also he was like um, nominated for an award for the BET Award. So like also things were happening for him. But you really want to be Mr. shooting people person. and stealing people mm-hmm. stuff. Well, at the same time, mm-hmm. at least you can say he lived his lyrics and was real. And that's all hip hop really wants from you, right? Yeah. All right, Kyle. Who's in the Lamb's Book of Life this week? Um, Simone Biles is, but I did not put her there. So I put her there. Well, obviously she's in the Lamb's Book of Life for going to the Olympics as one for of the second time, for mm-hmm. third time, no second time. As one, of, she is the goat at currently the greatest Olympic gymnast of all time. But I recently saw on Twitter 
that she had helped her teammate out, another black woman. She basically, her name is Jordan Childs, and um, when they're getting ready to train for the Olympics, um, she was so, she's basically about to quit Jordan because, you know, she was overlooked and she wasn't consistent. You know, she, her confidence had gotten so down low. But in 2019, Simone invited Jordan to relocate to her gym and they worked on her confidence first, the skills that she would, you know, get to get herself back to the state of being confident. <laughs> and basically, yes, she made it. She, they trained together and she has been uplifting Jordan to make it to her Olympics with her and she is on the team. So I just wanna I just wanna give Simone her flowers because she not only is the greatest of all time, but she focuses on other people and other uplifts other women to get the next her generation. yes to the next spot. Mm-hmm. So she deserves her flowers. Agree. Mm-hmm. Now is Jordan black? Yes. Oh, that's even better. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Another oh, okay. black woman who was down and out and thinking that she couldn't do it. Right. She helped her succeed to make it to the next level. Yes. She's I the only know. other black woman on the team. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's right. good. Mm-hmm. I also want to add Kev on stage to Lance Book of Life. He went from just creating skits on um, YouTube, YouTube, but also the short one, Vine. Mm-hmm. And now he has his own production company where he will be producing his own skits or shows, podcasts. Um, and like he's calling it, I believe, Kev on, Kev on Stage Studios, something like that. So I just wanted to say that's very good for him. Alright. Yeah, very well. So they're both on the lambs. Alright. So now Oh, I got one more for Lambs Book of Life. Okay. Kwanisha Burris. She is a gymnast. I believe she does the long jump and I saw her TikTok video and she manifested for months weeks i don't know for a while that she would be an olympian she kept saying it and making new video every time and she had like 10 videos of her saying i'm going to be olympian i'm going to be olympian and at the end she was like i see i told you i want to be an olympian it's all about what you say so i took that as like it you know you do have the power to manifest things for yourself and you know if you keep believing it it will help you it will help you to achieve it. So I wanted to give her that because it, sh- it touched me hearing her say that. So like, let's say you got low self-esteem. If you keep looking in the mirror and saying, I am beautiful, you will feel beautiful one day and wonder where you got all that confidence from. So God bless. Okay. All right, that's wonderful. All right. And if you don't feel that way, it's time for the sick show. Oh, it's, it's time, time for the sick and You are there for it. It's time for the sick and show. Sick and shut Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another week in the sick and shutting because we all know everybody in this world is not doing very well. Some people, depending on their situation, might need to be prayed for. Some people, depending on their ailment, might need to be laughed at. And some people, depending on what's going on in their life, they may need to be rebuked. So let's see who's on the list this week and what's going on with them. Oh, Lord, say it ain't so. Say it ain't so. But if it is so, and they said it is so than to condemn him to hell. But Coda, the friend, is sick and shut in this week. No, he should be going to jail. That's true. Going to hell. It's like, no, but uh, this is about to, about to really, you know, fuck up my top ten list because these people can't make the list. But anyway, Kevin, who's going to tell us who's on the list this week? Sure, Coda, the friend, is starting off 
which is very, very sad to my heart right now. He's currently number one on my favorite album of the year. But three women have come out and recently stated that he has abused them mentally and called some Sarah say physically, but one retracted the statement where he is basically nice guying these women, showering them with love, and then trying to have sex with them, give them babies, and then make forcing them to have abortions. Not forcing, but threatening them to have abortions and just basically manipulating them. The one woman called him a predator and then retracted and stated that he never raped her or he never abused her. It's just mental abuse. No, so, I think she I think she also said he coerced her into sex. Yeah, too. So Coda has not responded, which is very terrible. I hope he does respond because you need to you can't build your whole career off being the nice guy and the I'm the good black role model type of person and be a horrible person. Because this is really hurts me to hear. Yeah, Kai, you guys Um, I'm just disgusted by this. He needs to speak on it or have definitive proof that, that he's not this man because this is fucking sad. As soon as Kai becomes a fan. Yes, literally. Yeah. <laughs> from being the most boring man I've ever heard to two great projects to this. Is his name actually Koda? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It'll be Dakota in jail. Yeah, man, I'm sorry to hear this. You know, we'll, I'll just have to keep an eye on on this to see how this transpires. But uh, yeah, you know, like Kevin said, three people came forth. I mean, if this stuff is true, then um, you know, that could be a very good career stuff that's snuffed out. But I don't know. A lot of this shit happens to a lot of people, and they keep going as well. You know, sad to what? say. People with race women and face no He could possibly still have a career. Yeah. You know, a lot of people get away with this. But you don't want them to, right? No. Oh, okay. Of course okay. not. Okay. But, um, Kodak Black is throwing hundreds of thousands of dollars in the water and still the pending rape case. There we go. Yeah. So, But we'll see. Uh, prayers going out to, to the young ladies who experience this type of shit, though. Yeah. So next is Trick Daddy. Oh, my gosh. This nigga is truly sick and shut in. Um, I have a clip for you guys, you know, for, for the while he's sick and shut in this week. He made some comments on his radio show that were just unforgivable, in my opinion. Beyonce ain't trying to give back the music and that. Beyonce don't write music and Betty can sing her motherfuckers. So Beyonce can't sing. I don't like Beyonce. Okay. She can't I don't know why they be thinking she can sing. They just I'm going to say I'm, 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 I'm my unpopular right. opinion right now. Beyonce is the R&B what Jay-Z is to New York. That's why they together. Jay-Z ain't never won the, the greatest rapper alive. Whoever whoever put him on a, a level of that. New York lost yeah. big and they needed a hero. They wanted to be the mega of, of, of hip-hop. And they just handed it over to Jay-Z. Okay, so there's so much stupidity in that one clip of 40 seconds. Just too many things to tackle. Trick Daddy, I don't know who these people are with him agreeing with everything he says. Yes. Yes, men. Nobody yeah. in the room stood up and said, hold up, my hand raised. Yeah. Trick Daddy, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Beyonce can't sing, and Jay-Z, I don't know what he was trying to say. Is not a good rapper, and New York doesn't respect him? Like, what is that what you're trying to say? No, they, like, crowned him the king just because or something. Right, just because oh. Biggie died, and they crowned him the king for no reason. Even though Biggie pretty much was big-upping Jay-Z all along. They was friends and made songs together. 
the nigga sound like he don't he don't know hip hop history first off. And but also, reasonable doubt just dropped twenty five years ago, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of days ago, and that album is a classic. I don't mm-hmm. think I can name anything from Trick Daddy's discography that could be rival anything on there. No, absolutely not. You cannot do that. Sorry, sorry, down south niggas, but no. Yes. But um, yeah, Beyonce can't sing. The nigga's crazy. Nice. I mean, Trick Daddy. Well, I don't want to yes. get too deep with this. Talk about his sickness and everything. Oh, no. What? No. <laughs> We're not doing that. Let's talk about but his nigga, You've lost your mind, okay? You sound crazy talking on this fucking pod, first off. Or radio show, whatever it is. But, um, yeah, go back and get yourself together. And get some new people on the radio who can speak up like we have on the podcast here. And tell you when you're smoking crack and you fucking lost your mind. Probably okay? literally smoking crack. Probably. Bonk and Hennessy. So, uh, yeah, if even anybody got anything to say about this nonsense? Nope. All right, if not, then we're going to go on <laughs> to the last, um, well, thing or people on the sick and shut-in, and that's the Coronando High School basketball team. Yes, the high school basketball team is on the sick and shut-in. It's because these um, guys are terrible, terrible racists. After winning their team against a school that's predominantly Spanish, the school on the basketball team goes to throw tortillas on the floor to mock them after they won. Damn. And if y'all don't think that is incredibly racist and fucked up, especially due for children to do that to each other, then you're beyond me. So, and they've also gotten because of this incident. They've had their championship win revoked. Period. They've been rebuked literally and physically. Amen. I agree. Get him out of here. You love a good ending. Yeah, all right. Yeah, so that's it. Um, that's the episode of the second. I mean, yeah, that's a, that's the episode <laughs> of the second show. And yes, we thank y'all for listening. Put that <laughs> 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 yes, our equipment is second shut in. Yeah, but anyway, um, so that's the Cousin Night podcast this week. Say. All right, Kayla. <laughs> I want to take a minute just to say to Brent. I appreciate you fighting for us to come back this week to part because it was good to get the gang all back. I must say he is the pioneer of why we are here today, so I'm going to give him his flowers on wax. Period. Well, God bless you, Caitlin. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Y'all the real MVPs. Y'all the one who was on the highways and the byways traveling who came back and still jumped up on his pod with me tonight. So... Listeners just know that. We got y'all got people on here that really care. Who you really care. Sure Coming to work. Yes. So alright y'all, you know, this is what happens when you get all your people around me. Okay. Peace. Okay. Be kind, don't lie. Good night.